I ended up uh, doing over 50 speaking engagements. I ran four big events, marketing events for my business at the time with 250 plus people, so one a quarter. I ran a local networking event, which we ran monthly. I did 125 consultations with prospective clients. Uh, I uh, And I ended up enrolling, I think, somewhere in the region of about about 42 one-to-one clients throughout that 12 months. So I was exhausted. <laughs> Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Robin Waite. Robin previously featured on episodes 172 and 248, so be sure to check those out as well. Now, from the age of 18, Robin spent four years as a systems analyst for a medical devices company. And from 2004 to 2016, Robin led a successful marketing agency, serving over 250 clients. Behind the scenes, Robin is a husband, a father to two young girls, a surfer, and a road cyclist. But he had a ton of quantity and lacked quality in some of his work. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether that's leaving a review, sharing the show with a friend or family member, or going and supporting me directly on Patreon. That's a huge help. It takes a lot of money, time, and energy to make this show happen. So you can go to patreon.com slash Williams. Remember, Williams is W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. That's patreon.com slash Williams. Or just click the first link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. Enjoy the show. Robin Waite, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I can't wait. Let's do this. Perfect. Okay, so we're talking about you focusing purely on quantity when you started coaching. Why don't you tell us about this? Yeah, so um, so after sort of transitioning out of the 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 agency which I'd run for twelve years, I had a great opportunity to start a new business. Um, my life coach encouraged me to start up a coaching practice, and he he kind of um, it was pretty much. I mean, I, I'd run a business for twelve years, kind of thought I knew what I was doing at this point, and um, uh, was getting lots of offers for work. But um, yeah, my first year as a coach, I had one goal in mind, which was, I wanted to run a six figure coaching practice. That was it, pure and simple. If I get six figures, that's my success, and I. I reverse engineered everything to work out like how many clients I needed and what activities I needed to be doing and all this good stuff. So, uh, um, in my, my first 12 months as a coach, right, I ended up, uh, doing, um, over 50 speaking engagements. I ran four big events, marketing events for my business at the time with 250 plus people. So one a quarter, I ran a local networking event, which we ran monthly, I did 125 consultations with prospective clients. Uh, I uh, and I ended up enrolling, I think, somewhere in the region of about about 42 one-to-one clients throughout that 12 months, plus a few sort of ad hoc bits and pieces of work and some consultancy stuff as well. And um, after 12 months, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> yeah. And and I think this is the, the thing, like most people think that the way to grow a, a business is to get loads and loads of clients, right? They call it marketing and they call it sales. And uh, which like, don't get me wrong, you obviously have to do those things. But if you if you like, you know, you know the little Fiat 500, Fiat Cinquecento, right? It's got a little 500cc car, uh, engine. It's a really cute little car. So imagine if you take this car and you add rocket fuel into it. 
Right. It, what's going to happen? It's not going to go any faster, but this little rickety engine's going to shoot a few pistons and possibly explode, right? Because rocket fuel is designed for what, Alex? Rockets. Rockets, right? Yeah. So, but in this analogy, like the, the business engine is, uh, the, the Fiat 500 engine is like the business engine. So it's all the systems and processes, your accounts, your marketing, your sales process, like everything, your team, like it's, it's that. And that needs to be tight. It needs to be a rocket engine. And the rocket fuel in this analogy is marketing more clients. So you can see that if you're just endlessly throwing more clients into this rickety engine, if it's not built properly, it's just going to fall apart. And, um, and again, like most people, um, they, when they start a business, so I was kind of like, I was getting loads of offers. I was getting people telling me how good I was, how great my last business was. They wanted to do something similar to the same. Can I work with them? So I was just like, yeah, I'll do anything you want me to do. Let's all work together. This is brilliant. This is great fun. Took on all of the clients. And, um, the one thing I I didn't do was think about my goals. (laughs) Right. And, I had a simple financial goal, but I didn't really break it down. Okay. So I wanted to hit six figures. I wanted to earn a hundred thousand pounds, but what I probably should have done was um, just a, a very basic calculation. And I suppose this is where we, I guess we move into like, how did I start to resolve this issue? Once I'd got over being exhausted and kind of burnt out and like, right, I'm gonna, I need to fix this now. So that hundred thousand pound turnover, I'd worked out that my average customer lifetime value from all of the clients I worked with in that first twelve months was about twelve hundred and fifty pounds a client, and and I had all of these clients, and I was like, and it was just busy and frenetic, and I was like, right, I need to take a step back. What is my capacity? How many clients could I work with, cons- like on a one to one basis, um, without breaking? Okay, and I worked out that I could work with twenty clients. That's my limit. Okay, one-to-one. If the average working month has about 20 days in it, so that's doing one client session a day each month. Like, you know, so you have one session a month, one one session a day, done. Um, so then I was like, well, 1,250 pounds, 20 clients, not going to get to my goal. So what am I going to have to do about this? Well, I need to increase my prices. And so this is where I went to town um, just over four and a half years ago now on reading, like learning about pricing, numerology, money mindset, confidence around value, like how much do you value yourself at, Um, sales around like learning how to articulate your value and tell people about how great you are and what great results you can get for them and things like that. And I just became an enthusiast about numbers and pricing. And, um, you know, the simple calculation is £100,000 divided by 20 clients means I had to sell a £5,000 coaching program. So I had to very quickly, like, elevate myself from a £1,000 package coach to a £5,000 package coach. And it didn't, it didn't happen overnight. I didn't just 5X it. It was like – they were like stepping stones. So gradually you kind of – you know, you work your way up to it as your confidence grows. You know, I went to 1500 1800 2500 3000 4,000. And then eventually I hit 5k and it, it totally transformed it because then if you think about it, very simple model. Um, I call it the sales cycle of doom, <laughs> right? So most businesses, when they're doing marketing and sales, all the gurus and experts tell them to do sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver. Oh, we get burnt out. We go on holiday. We have to stop selling, stop delivering, stop earning money. Ah, right. Week later, feeling better, come off holiday, we get back into it, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver. And I don't know about you, but going around in circles is definitely not my definition of success, right? When you charge more money, so imagine it's like a universe now expanding, 
Okay. And we got the business owner sat at the center of it, sell, deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver. So the universe expands when you charge more money. Because when you charge more money, now you have more time to deliver a better quality product, which produces more money on the back end, more referrals, more positive reviews, more people sh- raving about the amazing work that you do because you can got more time to deliver a better quality product. The whole thing slows. You still need clients. You still need to do sales and marketing, but the whole thing slows down. And you create that space for yourself where you can start, you can spend time sat in the pub with a pint of beer on a Friday afternoon thinking I deserve this. I'm worth every penny that people pay me. And it's totally transformational. That's awesome. I mean, the, the idea of, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, I can't charge more. It's like, well, maybe it's not just about charging more. You mentioned improving your quality in there as well. If you're charging more, you can improve your quality. Let it all kind of float up together. And, and you can give your, your customers, your clients, your audience, whoever it is, a better product, a better service. And, and give yourself better at the same time. Yeah, just another, well, a really good example to kind of illustrate this. So a well-known, very well-known business. I don't know actually if they've got them in Canada. They must do Starbucks. You know Starbucks. Yeah, okay. So um, Starbucks, they sell coffee, right? They sell coffee beans. But if you go into most Starbucks shops, if you look at the counter at the back, there's an espresso machine on there, right? And it's got a price tag on it. You wouldn't associate going into Starbucks and buying a coffee machine, right? An espresso machine. You just go in and buy your latte or whatever. But they know that for every 10,000 fans, there's like raving fans of um, Starbucks. One day, one of them's going to walk into their shop and say, I'll have a latte. I'll have a bag of beans. Oh, and I love Starbucks that much. I want the experience at home. Can I have the espresso machine? Okay. So they walk out an espresso machine under their arm. Now, the reality is that espresso machine makes the same profit as around about 3,000 cups of coffee, okay? So for one, like imagine how long it takes to serve 3,000 cups of coffee, right? And the reason I'm telling this story is because um, most business owners don't have an espresso machine on show in their business. They're busy selling cups of coffee and bags of beans and stuff like that. Um, And they don't think that anybody wants to spend like, you know, 100, 200 times the price of a cup of coffee on this big thing at the back, this big ticket item. Um, So they don't put it on display. They don't put their espresso machine on display. They don't even tell anybody that they could potentially like sell somebody an espresso machine. So nobody knows about the espresso machine. They're never able to buy it. Okay. And so, and, and when I kind of tell business owners about this like concepts, all of a sudden they go, oh, there's this thing that I wanted, I've always wanted to do. And I'm like, great, do it. Put it on the shelf, like to start telling people about it. And eventually, if you've already got clients coming through, one of them will turn around and say, that sounds awesome. I want that. So we, we can all like Starbucks do. We can, And by the way, Starbucks espresso machines are like twice the price of if you were to go down to like, I don't know, your local Home Depot or something like that, where they have a supermarket where they sell them. Their, their ones are twice the price, yet they know that people will still buy them. So we can be the most expensive in the marketplace. We need to get out there and tell people about the remarkable products that we've got. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what else you're doing now and what's working for you now. And of course, that is your book, Take Your Shot, and a ton of other projects on the go. So do you want to tell us about those and where we can go to find it? 
Yeah, absolutely. So currently I'm working on uh, my next project, which is a book just solely focused on pricing and money mindset. So hopefully that's going to transform people's sort of mindset. Oh, I'd, I'd love just for one person to read that and go, do you know what? I'm worth it. If we can create that shift in one person. So that's that's on its way. Uh, but it is like giving birth to a child, like writing a book. So, you know, it's it's... <laughs> It's a lot of work. One of the other things which I do as well is I always um, uh, I'm try to be very abundant. And if I have time, I'll always um, uh, happy to jump on a call with somebody if they if they've been inspired by something which they've heard today and want to increase their prices and want what they've learned heard today applied to their business. They can always book a diagnostic call with me, and we can go into some detail on that. I love it, and I'm gonna have links to everything down in the show notes and so much more because you've got a lot going on. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again. For joining me. It's been a pleasure. I'm so glad you invited me to on, on the show, Alex. Thank you. And thank you for listening. It might not be about the number of clients, but more about the quality you're delivering to them. Special thank you to Robin for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, which I've linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episodes 172 and 248 of Broken Bulbs as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.